And welcome back to Rosie on the House. A little Bayou Boogie going on right here. To welcome you into my musical roots of the Kaja, the Zadiko. Recently had a good friend from Prescott call me and he said, Rosie, we were flying into New Orleans to spend four days. We got as far as Houston and they closed the New Orleans airport for snow. How many times do you think that's happened? Not often. <laughs> so About had, every 12, 15 years. So yeah. they rented a car and drove to New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, I remember the last time I remember that happening was 01 because I was at... I was I was in Louisiana and Uncle Rennie was coming in, and I he made a big deal about having all these things ready for when they arrived. Well, their plane got diverted from Houston to Dallas because of the ice right. and snow, and so we got this whole big meal ready, and they didn't get there to the next day because they, they just stayed the night in Houston and drove in or in Dallas and drove in the next day. G- Gary D's but our we, broadcast engineer, and he's from Lafayette. Uh, Gary D, what do, what does what's the snowplow inventory at the Lafayette Airport? The last time I checked. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> that's 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 a rice combine with everyone's blow dryers hooked up on front with a generator running all the everyone's hair dryers at the same time. Oh, that's oh, that's man. about it. So, uh, saw pictures of a good friend's house on Trinity Bay below Houston, covered in snow. That's kind of peculiar. Watching. The snow on the shore as you see the Gulf Coast wave breakers coming in over the top of the picture and the snow in the front of the picture. So a little snowstorm through the south. We haven't had to deal with that here in Arizona. It's been a warmer than normal winter so far. We have uh, have opened the lines. We've got a few callers here. want to talk about projects in and about around their home. But before I, I go to Marilyn or Alan, and we'll take you all in the order that you came in, we got a call. From from a truck driver, drives a big 18-wheeler during the last hour. And he said, Rosie, I, I, I need to be able to park my rig beside the house in a dust-free environment. Do I go concrete or do I go pavers? That is the easiest question I've been asked all month. Go pavers. And he was questioning whether or not the pavers could stand up to the weight of an 18-wheeler. They have pavers on the runway at the Dallas International Airport. Does that answer your question? <laughs> now, they may not be the same ones that they sell to most homeowners, but they have that grade quality available. You just no. ask for it. Let them know what you're parking on it. You can definitely support a motorhome, an 18-wheeler, whatever it is you've got, you want to park on it, go with pavers we hardly pour concrete anymore for walkways driveways or parking areas it's all done in pavers make sure in installing the pavers you have an icpi certified contractor doing the installation enter locking concrete paver institute they Putting down pavers isn't just laying pavers in sand. There is a very critical protocol and procedures to getting it laid. And once laid and laid correctly, you got it done forever. 
All right, so that's on pavers. Let's see if we can go to Scottsdale and welcome Alan into the conversation. When we finish with Alan, we'll bring Marilyn into the conversation. Good morning, Alan. Hi, good morning. Good talking to you people. Uh, I have a problem here I, I wouldn't wish on anybody. Okay. <laughs> it's a leakage problem I have found in my home uh, where we were usually using less than 10,000 gallons of water uh, per month. It has now escalated to 45,000 um, gallons per month. So what I did is I um, called our landscaper to come out okay. to check for leakage uh, throughout the property, front and back. And then I called our pool service man who did the same thing, and they did not find any leaks. Okay. So. I am concerned if this may or may not be a foundation problem. Uh, I'm not sure what step I should take from this point on. Alan, how long have you lived in the home? Uh, Fifteen years. Okay. And what size lot do you have? Uh, what size lot? Yeah. Oh. Uh, what's, your, what's your major cross streets? It's, it's, it's um, well, it, we're on Bella Vista Drive. It's a it's a it's 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 a, it's a corner it's a very it's a large corner lot. Uh, ten ten thousand gallons a month is a really really low low usage. It's yes. Just, just two of you in the house. Yes. With a swimming pool. Uh, yes. Desert landscaping or green? No, desert landscaping. Desert landscaping. And in the house for 15 years, up until a few months ago, you were consuming 10,000 gallons a month, and you've right. peaked, spiked up to 45,000. Exactly. How did the swimming pool guy check your swimming pool? Well, basic, basically, he, he, he just checked um, all of the hose connections. And the water levels, and uh, couldn't find where there'd be any leakage, and we didn't see any additional uh, flow going out into the street. You do have an automatic filler on that yes. pool? Okay. Alan, here's what I want you to do. Do you have a clean five-gallon bucket? I, I could get one. Okay. Take a clean five-gallon bucket and set it on the second step of your pool. And then mm -hmm. fill the water in the bucket to match exactly the level of the water on the outside of the bucket. Okay. You see, you, you pictured that? Yes. Okay. Now, that's if, if those stay the same or if the bucket sinks, you're, you're, you're going to see the difference of the controlled environment, the bucket, and, and what the rate of evaporation is. As compared to the swimming pool, turn your swimming pool filler off, okay? Okay. And do this experiment and watch it for a couple of days and see if they stay at the same level. Right. Okay? That That's a more thorough testing. You're testing for underground leaks that may be in the plumbing or in the plaster line or the skimmer itself is a particular problem that can uh, be a source of leaks as well do that, that degree do that for yes absolutely do i'm sure your swimming pool is probably a 15 to 20 25 gallon pool right right yeah right yeah so do that for a couple days 
right. and the number you dialed to get on air is the same number to our office during the week. Then, yes. then you call me back, and if those are matching, we can eliminate the swimming pool. If we can eliminate the swimming pool, then we have to start a whole other series of testing. I can tell you there's never been a leak at a house we haven't found, but I can tell you some were darn hard to find that took a long time, but we'll find it for you. Uh, so could this be under the foundation? Sure could. And what we what would we do in that in that case? And you've been leaking for as much as a couple months, you think? Uh, two months. Two months. Um, well, you don't see any surface erosion. No. Okay. Then it's 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 an invisible leak that we're just. Have you had a, a leak detection service come out yet? Uh, no, because I was I wasn't sure. Who to call? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, in Scottsdale, you could call Ben Franklin Plumbing. You could call Babcock Plumbing. Uh, they would have a couple locating services. It's going to cost you, I think, 175 bucks. I think, does a whole house. It's been a while since I've... Under, it's right. 250 or less. There's special so you, equipment. Wait, so you said there'd be uh, Ben Franklin? Ben Franklin, Benjamin Franklin Plumbing. Right. Yeah. And who else? And Babcock Plumbing would be another one. Both are right in your neighborhood. Okay, good. So they okay. can get. They we can, will try that, and we'll see what happens, and we'll give you a jingle uh, callback. And and do the bucket test in the swimming we'll pool. Do the for bucket it. test. Make yeah, sure absolutely. The, make sure I'm the happy to do that. Make sure the auto fillers turned off, and let's go from there. Alan, we appreciate the call. Like I say, there have been a couple leaks that took us a really, really long time to find. <laughs> Uh, some can be very, very tricky, but when you don't give up and you are asked to find these over the course of 40 years, you have a few tricks that you develop, where to look and whatnot. All Easy right. one to remember, you ever feel a hot spot on the floor that's probably your hot, your water heater's leaking. Hot spots on the floor usually in, the middle, in the middle of the hall are not natural occurrences. <laughs> or, or, you know, at the kitchen sink when you're doing the uh, uh, cleaning the dinner dishes and your feet are warm. That not a normal condition. <laughs> a true indication of something. Uh, I don't think we have time to quite squeeze Marilyn in before we have to take a little break. So, Marilyn, you're coming up next, and she has a particular question about pest control. Um, back to this comment on APS rate cases, because mm -hmm. we're continuing to getting text and messages on that. Before we go on break, I just want to say one thing. We are... APS has, they've heard the show, they've heard our comments, and they want to come on. And we want them to come on. But we're not going to bring them on until after the holiday season. We're going to bring them on in the, one of the first couple shows of next year when everybody's home traveling. We have a higher degree of participation in the show. And I just want everyone to hear both sides of the conversation. Once we have that date. We'll put it in our newsletter. Uh, you know, if, if we have, if we know it three weeks ahead of time, we'll let you know. Hey, this is when it's coming. It'll be on our website. We'll we'll, we'll make sure everyone knows this conversation is coming. And then, of course, like all of our stuff, you can. Uh, it'll be on the podcast. You know, for for three years afterwards.
you out there Christmas shopping right now? Trying to hog all the parking spots close to the front door? Hey, park, park away. Park away from the front door. Get a few extra steps in. That's right. Hey, speaking hey. of, did you hear the commercial on pavers? We had Rusty call earlier today. Yes. And uh, he's, he's driving his big semi. And he was wondering if he put pavers in his own driveway, can he pull in there with a full semi truck? What'd we talked about that last segment. You oh, must you have did? been call screening. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you were. <laughs> While you were That's on, my biggest fear, you, coming in and out like this. While you, guys. while you were on 17 phone calls, we fully addressed that issue. Oh, well, I guess I have to listen back to find the answer. <laughs> yeah, and the answer is yes. Pavers will take the weight. You just have to have them installed correctly. So, Jennifer, if phone. you want to buy an 18-wheeler, we can install a paver parking area for it. Well, Rusty got his answer twice, so maybe he was in and out of the truck. He needed to hear it, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, let's bring Marilyn into the conversation. Good morning, Rosie. Good morning, Miss Marilyn. What are you up? You, what you, you bet you. What are you up to today? Well, I got an estimate this week from a, a pest control company for a ceiling to be applied at the base or the perimeter of the house to keep rodents from getting in the walls. And um, I just wanted to know what your thoughts were on that. When when was your house built? Built in 1988. Okay, and if I go outside your house, the outside surface is stucco? Yes. Okay, and if I if I take my hand and I rub down the face of the stucco all the way down to the bottom, am I going to reach under there and, and, and have it sticking out off the stem wall by about one inch and there's a little metal strip down there? Yes. Okay. There is an argument for sealing that metal strip to the concrete, okay? Uh, there's a good argument for that. But that metal strip has holes in the bottom of it. Your stucco is not waterproof. It absorbs moisture in the rain. And you must have those holes in the bottom of that weep screed completely open for the water to escape or you will create a massive moisture problem throughout your house. So if they're giving you a proposal, and some pest control companies tell people to seal those holes to keep pests from going in and out, and they're creating a huge problem. It's actually against code. They just don't know what they're doing. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So if they're just sealing the joint between, that little metal strip is called a weep screed. If they're sealing the joint between the concrete stem wall and the weep screed, I'm fine with that. If they're not careful and they're sloppy or they intentionally start filling all the little holes that are located every several inches, then I'm not okay with that. I have a real problem. Okay. okay. Now, how big a house do you have? Uh, it's uh, 2,400 square feet. And all they're doing is giving you an estimate to seal that section. Uh, around the the whole perimeter of the house, and to put um, the the screens on the top of the roof for the plumbing and the vents. Okay, all right. Do you mind sharing with me what they're charging you for a service like that? Um, Seven hundred. Okay, I 
I, I, for a 2,400-square-foot home, uh, it's going to be probably a couple guys there several hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not going to have a particular lot of product involved. They're probably not going to have $100 worth of material at the most. Um, that, that, that's, a, that's a pretty fair price in my mind, Marilyn. Okay. Now, are you, uh-huh. having, are you having particular pest control problems, or is this a preventative thing? Well, off and on, you know, like everybody is dealing with roof rats. Right. And I just don't want them to, you know, find a good nesting place in the walls, in the ceilings. So I'm just trying to be uh, proactive. Is your neighborhood prone to roof rat activity? Yes. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, I, I, I think you're in good hands. The number seems about fair to me. You're doing it for preventative measures. It's uh, it's the way a home should be built. That's that seal should be installed at the point of construction. Back in the eighties and the nineties, it was not. So you're going to have to go ahead and have them do it. Don't let them plug the little bitty weep holes in the bottom of the weep screen. And you could always get a second opinion from one of our pest control partners that have been through our screening process. At- RosieOnTheHouse.com. Just click on Trusted Partner, type in your zip code or city, type in the category of service you're looking for, and the geolocator will show you uh, the the closest partners we have to your area. And next segment, we'll have MAM, uh, Military Assisted Missions, in for a little interview about the service they provide for the community. But I wanted to read a, a little article that came up out of the Green Valley News you know, we're highlighting our nonprofit partners, but we also have partners on our referral network. Rosie was talking about how hard we screen to make sure, you know, we're not out there babysitting. These are self-sufficient guys that do the right thing. And, you know, Ethan down there at Green Valley Heating and Cooling got word of a single mother with two children and no uh, ability to invest the thousands of dollars in repairs. They needed to get their heater operating for uh, winter, and they went down there and, you know, without asking or uh, asking anything back got the heater up and running for them rosie certified contractors delivering heart to the home nice our guest this segment is margie bonds of the Military Assistance Missions. It's one of our newer nonprofit partners. When we were putting this together, we were, we were looking at, okay, do we do 30 nonprofits? You know, for our thank you for 30, but that was so much, you know, you, you weren't really going to help anyone. So we narrowed it down to three, just playing off of our 30th anniversary. Everything's tying back to the magic number three. And we wanted to make sure it was veteran-based. We had Habitat for Humanity tied in perfectly with homes. We had St. Vincent de Paul ties in perfectly with homes for people that maybe don't have one or trying to move to the position in their life where they can get back to housing along with all the other great work they do. And we were missing military. And when I was talking with Max Surstens of Sanderson Ford about this, he said, if you don't have a military partner, you've got to stop everything and go look at the military assistance mission first. He said, I'm not telling you you have to partner with them. It doesn't, uh, you know, we're not going to tell you who you can and can't. But if you don't go look at them first, you're, I think you're going to be doing yourself a disservice. So we went and looked at it and we just thought, you know, this is this fits in perfectly to our mission, vision, values, and we're happy to say welcome 
Thank you so our- much. I love knowing the behind the scenes. That's really great. <laughs> Sanderson Ford is very patriotic and very supportive of us, and we really appreciate everything that they do. And again, their patriotism just knows no limits, and it's wonderful to be a part of this because I feel the feeling the same goes here. Well, let's start with y'all's name because the MAM is Military Assistance Mission, but it's got a dual meeting on it. Absolutely. It's named after my son. Uh, He's Sergeant Michael A. Marzano, and he's a Marine, and he volunteered to go to Iraq, and in 2005 on Mother's Day, I was told that we lost him there, and I've realized that him and his brothers and sisters, there was a need out there, and what I could do to honor him was keep his legacy alive and support his brothers and sisters, the ones that he volunteered to fight with and be with and support. So it became a big passion of mine to help them. And so how do you help them? Uh, there's a lot of work out there to be done. What we do. What areas do you all specialize in? What needs do you feel? Phil? Well, we help rank E6 and below, which is our lowest paid enlisted service members and or Purple Heart recipients post 9-11. And give me an idea of what that pay is, an E6 pay. Are we minimum wage or are we below the... Well, we qualify for that Arizona working poor tax credit. So you have to quali- you have to be working poor so that we actually qualify because of their finances for that. So you can be like a 30000 or less and stuff. Like some of our reserve, um, we just had a service member the other day that we paid his uh, rent and he is a reservist and his check was $200. That's what he gets a month. Um, or maybe it's every two weeks. I'm not sure about that. But anyway, either so, way, four hundred a month. Is, mm, yeah, that's you can get up to six, but six hundred dollars a month. I can't live on that. Mm. So that's what we do. But we help active duty makes a little bit more, obviously, because they are full time active duty and they get base housing and and just different additives on that. But it's still just not enough. Definitely not enough. It's kind of like our teachers. It's just not enough. Margie, how do you actually get started with something like that? It's I I often have things that I have a passion for, but it's it's so overwhelming you don't even know how to start. What what did you personally do to get this going? Well, the long story is um, Mayor Gordon contacted me. He had seen me speak Fourth uh, of July of '05, and I lost my son, like I said, on Mother's Day of '05. So he had seen me speak at the Phoenix Fireworks, and he just kept in my information. Um, and he would send me cards occasionally. I thought they were really sweet, just handwritten cards of thinking of you, thank you for your son's sacrifice and stuff. And then I received a phone call from him one day because we had a service member that had been stabbed. There had been an incident, and he was in the hospital, and they needed to bring a family member down to help out the pregnant wife with two children. So he asked if I would be able to help him find financing because they couldn't open constituent books to help fund this. So I reached out to a couple people I know, they supplied the air fare, so we flew this family member down, and so she was able to help the wife while the husband was recuperating in the hospital, and um, it just became known because we had um, this stabbing from this Bronze Star recipient. This little family from Wisconsin had no idea where they were moving to. They just did, and uh, it so it became news, and because it became news, another organization heard about it and contacted me and offered me a position to run their chapter here in Arizona. And from that, we formed MAM. And uh, that way, because Arizona has different service members than like California or Texas or Florida, we have a lot of reserve, National Guard and stuff. We don't have a huge units that deploy. And so there was a, a strong need in Arizona to cover our service members. So that's where MAM started. 
And today, Saturday, you have a great big event going on as, as your premier event of the whole year, right? That in our back to school event. So yeah. basically, it's the same thing. This is when I actually get to see the kids and I get to meet to see the families that, and that. But yes, um, we'll have thousand people or so at our Phoenix event that will be going through. We call it Operation Holiday Open House, OHO for short, because we're all about acronyms, kind of like Roth. <laughs> Sound very military. Uh, very military, in yes. Uniform with that. And uh, so uh, with, at OHO, the, um, we had to make the NOSC, which is a Navy Operational Support Center, which is on Luke Air Force Base, which is right beside the Marine um, um, Reserve Unit. We take that whole parking lot over, and we have jumpy houses and face painters and trackless trains and Santa Claus he's going to come there too and um, does Santa Claus fly in on one of the new F-35s I can't tell you that's a uh, secret I'd have to you know what time does this event start how do I get on the invite list <laughs> you just want to see Santa Claus you know it's really great because we're there all uh, we were there all week setting up I just up. want to know if the reindeer can pull an F-35 you know they can pull a sleigh okay but can they pull an F-35 it's magic <laughs> yes blink and it happens you just don't see it happening <laughs> but the kids um, it, the kids get um, 13 gallon bags and they go through their room which has all these toys and stuff for mom and dad and si- and they fill those bags up with stuff for themselves or their siblings and get things for mom and dad because I remember when my kids were little when they would go to the little school um, shop and they would buy little things for me for Christmas and they'd get their big eyes when they were giving it to me for Christmas and that and I wanted to make sure that these kids got to do the same thing. Then the parents go through a different area and they pick out different stuff for their children to give them for Christmas and then they exit out and they get uh, food back, food bags and then they put it in they come back and get the kids and we have not had a child left over yet. The parents actually come and get those kids. <laughs> so, How many volunteers will you have today? 50 or 60. Yeah. Yeah. It takes hundreds to put this event on because for the week we have been up there sorting toys and just getting everything ready, the rooms ready, and making sure everything was holiday-ish. It's, it's, it's a wonderful event. This is our, I think, my 10th one, and oh, I just love it because the kids are amazing, just wonderful, and the families are so appreciative because, you know, they may not have had a Christmas, so... We're there. And you don't know it, but you actually changed a little bit of our mindset on how we were going to do our fundraising for our, our 30th anniversary. We have a big goal that we wanted to get to, and we were going to wait till the end of the year to announce you know, where we are. We probably still will, but the announcement we were going to present a check. But And the mindset came from that because Habitat for Humanity, you know, to build a home is a, a year process. You've got, the, got to get the lot. You've got to get the plans and then for habitat you've got to identify the family and they've got to put in a certain amount so it's a very long process but y'all feel real-time needs today and I thought you know there's no reason for this money to just sit here when there's out people out there that that need it that it could be helping so at the end of each month we'll be making distributions to all of our nonprofits and this money's coming from our 30th anniversary etched hand tools that people can buy on our store or our hats or other Rosie on the House merchandise. That It's amazing. That's the one thing we've never done for our listeners that we get asked all the time. Why don't you have hats? Why don't you have shirts? Why don't you have this, that? And that was never what we were about. We didn't have time to do it. And we wanted to do this fundraiser. And it was just the lights clicked one day that this is how we'll do our fundraiser for this 30th anniversary. So, But all that to say 
there's still going to be people that, you know, it's nice, but they don't have a need for a hat or shirt or tools, but they hear this. They hear about the military assistant mission. They have tithing they want to donate to your other charitable contributions. How how would somebody just go directly to MAM? And then go onto our website to make a, a financial donation. I think that's what you were referring to. And it's AZ, which is Arizona, because we only serve Arizona, M-A-M. So it's azmam.org. And they can make a donation off that site or find our address and mail in a check. Or give us a call and we'll help them through that. This may be uh, on the spot question. It might be too hard to answer, but are, are there three or four examples of needs that you're trying to fill right now? Actually, just this week we filled. Uh, we had an eviction that was happening, so we were able to stay off the eviction, and we had a car that was about to be repoed, so we were able to save that. But we get applications two, three times a week. We've had more applications this year than ever. I mean, it just keeps increasing. Um, I can't explain why. I don't know why. And um, But, you know, a family finds out about us and they fill out an application online and they upload certain requirements like their LES, which is a, basically it's a leave and earning statement. It's a pay stub, um, their ID and their orders. And that verifies that one they're currently in, verifies their rank, and it verifies that they're in Arizona. And so all of our qualifications and then they upload the bill, and we pay the bill directly. We don't give out money. The closest that they would get to receiving money is um, Walmart e-cards for food or any kind of e-card for gas or something like that because uh, we pay that bill directly and make sure that that service member is taken care of. But we do it all the time, and it's it's – you know, I, I leave my office, and I was just talking to someone earlier that I'll leave my office the day we've helped out, you know, like, you know, several cases. And, you know, you get beat down during the day just like everybody. You get tired and stuff like that. But when you, you know, you're reflecting your day and you've realized that you've helped someone or helped a child have food, you know, it's just an amazing feeling to be able to give and to do that, to help someone out. And I'm the conduit. I don't, it's not me and stuff. It's I'm the conduit from the donor to the end receiver. I just process and make sure that I'm doing what the donor has asked me to do to help out the family that they want to help out. Well, we love what y'all do. We're glad you are uh, our partner in this for, uh, and I'm going to say it was the, the 30 year and anniversary fundraiser that made the connection, but you know, we don't go into any kind of relationship if it's not something we see as you know, a lifetime fit. So we're really excited about uh, being partnered with y'all and being able to help those active service that are E6 and E6 below pay and grade below. Mm-hmm. and uh, for, for their quality of life here in Arizona. Well, I'm really excited, too, and I can't wait to get one of these toolboxes because as a new home buyer, I really like that toolbox. And I was telling them that I really like that one program that you were talking about. um, HomeZada. HomeZada. What an amazing program that is. I mean, that can tell you who fixed your house, and if you pass any information on to a new buyer or whatever, they will know who did what, did it, who to call, who not to call. I think it's a great program. It'll it'll change housing as we know it. It will. I see that. So. And I'm just new to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again for your time and uh, joining us in studio this morning. It's AZ. M-A-M dot org. Correct. You and I'm going to go see Santa. All right. Go see Santa. You can also find uh, the direct link to them at rosieonthehouse.com slash 30. That's our landing page for our 30th anniversary where we've got all these details and links and uh, all. Uh, it, 
what started as a very little project has blown into like five major projects. We were all going simultaneously for this. So we put that one page together as a central location that if you hear something that sparked your interest, instead of having to direct people to, well, no, this is what I was looking for. You got to go here, this here. It's, it's our one central hub, rosiandthehouse.com slash 30. You can find Margie Bond's information for the military assistant missions. Thank you for your time. and uh, Thank you. And, and your son. Oh, he's my hero. <laughs> Thank you. I like this. Let it roll. That sounds good. It's a, it's a good way to wrap up the show right here, huh? And while, while, while this is rolling, let me do this before we forget. You know, we're going into our 30th year broadcasting. You know, this is the 50th anniversary of the Phoenix Suns? Or is it the Arizona Suns? Is it still the Phoenix Suns? Still the Phoenix Suns? Yep. Yeah, something like an NBA team. Yeah. <laughs> the Madhouse on McDowell. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we have tickets to Tuesday, December 26th. Day after Christmas, 7 o'clock, they're taking on the Memphis Grizzlies. If you would like to go, we're going to make you earn it a little bit this time. You have to text the name of the three nonprofit partners of Rosie on the House to 411-923. We had a lot of gimmies this week. We just had a simple one on uh, the Coyotes tickets in 7 o'clock. The week before, we just had you text Coyotes. We gave away random uh, state parks, the first 20. This one, you got to earn it. Who are the three nonprofit partners of Rosie on the House? We've spent the majority of the broadcast highlighting parts and features of them here and there. Text out to 411-923. All correct winners will be put in the list, and we'll pick a winner at random. Very good. Jennifer, I got, a, I got an email this week for you, sweetheart. For me? Yes, yes. To you? From, yes, about it, me? It was sent to me from okay. Miss Mary. Okay. And it goes on about some things I was helping her with about the house. But she says, you know what? If Jennifer needs any volunteers for her journey in the education of 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 taking of caring for the senior population, please let me know. I know I can be of some assistance. Well, I am going to email her back. This is this is Jennifer's new passion, aging in place. Just a big Is this a proactive approach? Meaning what for myself? <laughs> you are a booger. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Kaboom. Well, hopefully, Roma, you'll be listening all the while I talk about it, and so you'll have it all figured out by the time we get there. And you're but, actually certified. A, a, a CLIP certification. Sorry, <laughs> certified living in place. Yeah, so just some practical areas, but I also am very interested in just all aspects of, of aging, and there's going to be so many from now until next 20 years or so, 30, um, you know, we need different alternatives. I just finished a book called Being Mortal by Atul Gawande that Donna from Living Streams had recommended when she was in, and it's an amazing book. If you're at all interested in the topic, really well written, really makes you rethink how you, he actually taught me to be more respectful to everyone, just not assuming that everybody, uh, not stepping in and helping when you shouldn't, you know what I mean? Like letting, respectfully letting people make their own decisions and that applies a lot to aging, but it also kind of applied to the other end with your children. You know, give them a chance to fail. Well, this is this is a kind of a growing little concern at our remodeling company where Jennifer is getting this certification. She's been away and gained some special training, and 
it's it's one of the areas that we're going to develop a whole little specialty niche on. So we're we're excited about it. So thank you for offering f- for the input. I'll be sure and reach out. And again, the, the book you just so highly being mortal. Being mortal by Tugawanda. He just talks about you know the, the history of how we've treated the elderly and the respectful way to treat the elderly and how we failed in so many ways. So okay, well we. St- started the show this morning gary actually next week we're, we've got uh, the best of show uh that 10 o'clock hour for aging in place that happened uh, i guess back in october we're going to repeat that because there is a ton of information on top of what jennifer just started uh, was that the about. was that the john and meg smack interview the smack interview which i thought w- was fantastic and also donna taylor uh, yes, from uh, living life stream. Life stream. Life okay, stream. Yeah. all right. So that'll be the ten o'clock hour next week. Next week, very good. We'll be taking next weekend off as a holiday vacation for the Romeros, but uh, we will be running a recorded segment, recorded four hours, the best of all the shows that we did in this past year. Should be a great show. <coughs> And got we'll, all choked up for that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Something got stuck in there. Well, I'll let you clear your throat. We'd started with the history of housing and the pit, artifacts. Pit and, housing with the archaeologist. Well, the future of housing is coming in a form that we're very happy to announce. If you've, uh, You may have heard us talking about it the last couple of weeks, but it's called the Rosie on the House Homezada Digital uh, Portal. And what this does, I'm going to take you through a real-time example of what I did on my house just this week. We had our garbage disposal go bad. It's a uh, badger, and I knew that because I had replaced it seven years ago. And I went to Central Arizona Plumbing Supply, and I told them, you know, I need a new badger, half horsepower, no problem, brought it home. Well, because it was the same manufacturer, it was very easy to change, but somebody uh, maybe was new to the home wouldn't have known that. And now what this is able to do as part of, uh, a subscriber to Homezada, there's a free aspect, and you get to inventory your home. So I'm looking right now at mine, and I'm going to click on inventory. I'm going to go into my spaces. I'm going to go into my kitchen, and you can see there in the items, you can look. I've got this garbage disposal. I've got photos of it along with the documents. It is the receipt for this unit with what I paid and how long the warranty is. It's the future of home ownership. You can go to rosieonthehouse.com slash homezada and learn more about the future of housing in Arizona. Merry Christmas to all and to all. We'll see you November, I'm sorry, December 30th? 30th. December 30th.